0: This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IP Livecast. Rob's been in Mexico this week and even spent some time in a sweat lodge. And yes, before you even say it, sweat lodge was his nickname in Escuela. Our IP Livecast starts now.
1: Wow, Shannon's uh, Spanish is better than my own. Welcome oh, to the special. <laughs> special edition of r.i.p livecast friday night edition ladies and gentlemen the weekend we're kicking off the weekend with a livecast thanks for tuning in i am broadcasting from mexico and uh sid and darren are not (laughs) have (laughs) you used i'm jealous
2: (laughs) have you used a lot of spanish on your trip or no
1: i have not used much spanish uh but my sister, who I'm with, is like very conversational. She's been here for a few weeks, and she's been taking lessons, and I've been very impressed with her abilities. She's nailing it. Nice, good for her. So I am in Tulum, Mexico, and uh, I am on a, I'm on my one month journey of travel. Will be. In L.A. I get into uh, L.A. on Sunday, which I just realized is Super Bowl Sunday in L.A., right? The stadium is right by the airport. Oh, no. So it's going to be very exciting. (laughs) And I land like around noon, which is like right around when people are getting there. It's going to be wonderful. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The airport thing makes it bad.
2: I was going to say, if you were just there and it happened while you were there, that could be
1: an interesting life
2: experience, you know. But getting to and from the airport is going to be hellish
3: can you walk to the hotel is Mm. that an option
1: no i
2: cannot no
3: (laughs) i
1: cannot but i have a car rental i'll have some podcasts uh i will probably have some substances of some sort yeah that are green i noticed while we were
2: while we were waiting for the the show to begin while we play our intro you can see the beautiful metal injection. Uh, uh, sorry, formerly metal injection. RIP a livecast banner,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's got all sorts of uh, livecast memes on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Ozzy Osbourne, and yeah. it just—he's lo- right over the holiday. It just noticed. It looks like he's snatching a piece of the holiday Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm glad you uh, noticed
0: it. <laughs> I didn't know you did that
2: consciously. That's beautiful, mm-hmm. and well, and also. You. The Sheik is popping out to say, like, hey, get away from my diets, you piece of shit. And then Mike, Mike <laughs> Princess is shocked behind.
1: He's like, wow, you're, you're really going to eat like, that holiday What is that? As it looks as like it. some kind of
2: cube, chicken cube
0: or something.
1: <laughs> and then James Hetfield's <laughs> like, no,
0: don't eat the diets. <laughs> stay away.
1: <laughs> For newer listeners, haladez, which is the item directly under Ozzy's hand, if you're watching the video. And right album, above the sperm. The Yes, uh, is a uh, savory gelatin Ugh. made with chicken soup and, and chicken pieces and some vegetables. It's aspic salad is the, the English. English term for it. I, Mentioned it on the show many times. And check out our YouTube page for a little tasting from a few years ago, where Darren was disgusted out of his mind. We all
2: were. Don't put it yeah, all on me. It was all I from. All right. You were. I think you just you had
1: to say that. No, yeah, I'm not disgusting, I I've eaten it. I've willingly eaten it. <laughs> I still don't believe that. <laughs> I think uh, I
2: heard there's also a Spanish uh, word for halal diets. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, <laughs> you have seen that sold anywhere. I don't know if savory is the right word. Like, I technically, I guess it qualifies as savory, but it's like
3: no one's savoring that
2: yes exactly it's just so disgusting yeah (sighs) you want to get it if you have to i have to eat it you're like you're a starving man in like estonia or something like and you (laughs) just have to eat something and holiday is there you just want to get it down your gullet as soon as possible like that's
3: honestly that's most russian food it's like all right we're in siberia Nothing grows here. It's freezing. What <laughs> looks possibly edible? All right, fine. Tree bark. <laughs> yeah, I might rather that than all it. It's at least it's crispy. I
2: think also the, the 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 tree bark doesn't smell of anything. Yeah, It's just it's nature, not, it's just freshness. Not, it's not pleasant, but you know, I mean, it's not
3: openly repulsive. Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know.
3: Rob Rob's <laughs> a different breed. He's got a
1: strong uh, I, I,
0: constitution. I give him that.
1: Yeah. I feel like if you if you grew up with it, you you kind of uh, develop a taste for it. As I mentioned on the show many moons ago, I did not like it at first. But mm. uh, when I got home one day, when I lived with my parents still, and I was very stoned and I was very hungry, it was the only thing in the fridge. It was like that moment it all connected with me. Like, oh, I finally get it.
2: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
1: Because you were high. That's every, See, it all traces sure. back to that. Yeah, absolutely. So how's your trip? Uh, it's been great. It's been wonderful. I've been here for about a week. Uh, Tulum is a very interesting place. It's uh, like there's a lot of Americans here, a lot of tourists. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a tourist town. Uh, but it's like it's, it's still on its way up development wise so it's kind of crazy because you know like i'm staying in a very nice Mm -hmm. kind of resorty type condo i'm at an airbnb like there's pools there's you know uh people like cleaning around the the area keeping the, the space nice and clean and then like the rest of the block is just essentially the jungle and then there's like two developments being worked on and so it's like very mixed. Like there's really, really nice jungle, and then like you know the natives, and 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 the natives are not living in luxury at all, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, then there's like the main road, a lot of good Mexican food. I've been having lots of tacos, and lots of good other food. I had like sushi on the beach. That was really good. And I had what kind of sushi? Uh, it was like a, uh, so there was like a soft shell crab roll, a, a nice prawn tempura, not shrimp. It was like giant prawns. And then I had a, a nice
3: little uh, salmon roll. You're getting called out in the in the chat, by the way, for referring to the people who live where you are as the natives.
1: How should I refer to them?
3: Oh, the, the locals? locals?
1: The, the Tulumians? Tulumians?
2: The indigenous
1: peoples? I have been, I have, I am fully uh, aware and acknowledged that I am an imperialist gringo and I have been uh, tipping accordingly and just trying to spread my <laughs> economic seed.
3: Are, oh, is that the only seed you've <laughs> spread there this week, Rob? That's the hey, only seed. What's the gay scene like
1: over there? I haven't really explained.
3: No grinding? I think Rob's just there to I've, relax
2: and hang out with us.
1: I've dabbled, but yeah, I'm not really in, in that kind of mindset. At what did I like dabble I've dabbled in the sense of like I opened the app and I've chatted with a few people, but it's not like
2: gay. You didn't go on a Reddit to ask where uh, you can find the gay bars or uh, like we did
0: with Germany? You don't have Korea? to go on Reddit
1: for that. There's plenty of <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of sites that will tell you. Uh, there's only two gay bars in, the, in Tulum and they're not really like popping. They're what just are like they called? any other bar.
3: Do they have fun one of them names? Is
1: called, one of them is called Bati, which I believe is like like Bati Boy, I assume. Oh, maybe
3: wow. I was going to make I that
1: joke,
2: and then that's just
1: what it is. I assume that's what it is. And the other one is like a dance club. I don't remember what it was
3: called. It's it? The White Swallow? No. Oh, Are, is called... there an actual gay bar with that name?
1: It's called the Fruity Cocktail Bar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I haven't been there yet.
3: Do they serve fruity cocktails or are they saying we have cocktails for you if you're fruity? Like what's the... I,
1: I haven't been. I don't know.
3: Is it very literal or is there a joke in there? It's hard to tell. Oh,
1: I guess. And there's a go-go bar. It looks like, oh, well, this is this changes
0: everything.
3: <laughs> you only have like a day and a half left. You better get credit. Yeah. Maybe take... Can you take your computer there now? We, no, like, I'm just not going to be taking it you? out. <laughs> Say you're with uh, like Vice News or something.
1: Plus the town, ta- <laughs> the town is like a cab ride away. Yeah. It's not I can't just like walk there. Uh and the beach is really nice. Uh I've been to the beach a bunch. I got a massage on the beach, which is very
3: exciting. From, from yeah. your sister? No, from a masseuse. <laughs> on the beach? There's just like ma- masseuses walking around. They're not walking
1: around. So the way the beaches are set up is uh, there's basically beach clubs with, you know, chairs and towels and stuff. And if you buy a drink or food, you can hang out in the beach club or you just, you could just be in the private part of the beach. So we were in the, the beach club. We got some, some smoothies it was early in the morning. So we weren't exactly, uh, drinking. Uh, but, um, it was nice. And then they just had like a massage stand and they were all, like, they were like, Hey, anybody want a massage? and i wanted a
3: massage and was this included or did you have to t- t- pay for the massage no
1: you pay for it it's a it's a separate how much was something um i think it was like uh 40 bucks basically american it was 800
3: pesos okay i guess so and it was a, have, it, have you had massages off, often you have something to compare I haven't had group. them
1: often, but it was an excellent massage. I felt very full this, release. This five four woman. No, I was I was on my stomach the whole time. Uh, well, that
3: could what? provide full release and a little uh, prostate stimulation.
1: No prostate stimulation. No, mm-hmm. she didn't go by the butt. Uh, but this five four woman beat me up to the point where I was like, <laughs> "Hey, lady, calm down." Kind <laughs> like Did like a little. You really little said that. She was. Well, I didn't say calm down, uhuse, like, me noose, me noose. <laughs> <laughs> minus
3: episode <laughs> title was, lock it she in. She
1: was she was going in for my neck, and like you know, like when you like want to squeeze, like when you <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had it just reminded me of when like my older cousin was bullying me and like grabbing my neck and like squeezing it. Like that's what it felt I was like,
3: no, stop, this is
0: pain. This the is, only person led.
3: I knew I knew that ever did that to me was you know, Chris. Chris T from mm-hmm. the radio station and Adair knows him as well. He used to do that all the time. I'm like, stop touching me! I ain't touching me! You just put your hands on my neck. What is it? What is this? He was. He was. It, it's too bad he predated me too, because I would have me tooed him for touching my neck without my permission. Sometimes um, you do it on my knee. Get your hands off. This is only for for people that I lo- I want touching me. <laughs> Do you want anyone touching you? Sure, my my wife. Can <laughs> touch me. A doctor in certain situations, but I don't need I don't need Chris from the Brooklyn College radio station <laughs> touching my uh, pressure points. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs>
0: so.
2: Uh... Yeah, it's like I keep always think of the uh, the curb your enthusiasm episode with the penis is touching when they hug. <laughs> uh, so conscious of that now, like I never thought
1: about it.
3: I never hug that closely. Yeah, that, always that I kind of like a, lean
1: when I hug. I've never, it's not like a yeah one to one, like so you, it's only my chest that touches their chest,
2: and you like do the so, so. The episode is right,
1: that's what he's saying men usually do, and this guy yeah. was violating it. Yeah. Oh yeah, but, but like, I never. Knew I don't it was think. Of that, I right? don't think like the person wouldn't be able to violate me because I'm like I'm at a you know You're like the a top four, five degree angle. <laughs> yeah, potentially, so they wouldn't be able to get by my crotch. My crotch is further away than my, <laughs> than my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe Larry David is shorter than me that that distance is is so small that it's easy to access. I well, I think,
2: think what happened in that show was that the guy just. He didn't know he was about to be hugged, so he couldn't assume the position, and the guy just— Oh, I him. see. I see. He's like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" And he just kind that's of enclosed right, him, right. you know. I want to commend you for one thing, because I know you're getting roasted for like being culturally insensitive right now, but uh, you did say Tulum correctly. Uh, I keep hearing white people say Tulum.
3: Really? Yes. Two. Oh, I think
2: God. Noah said it. I'm pretty did sure she? when she was going there, she said it while she was oh, still wow. on the show. She's going there with uh, uh, with Nikki, and uh, she goes, I'm going to Tulum.
3: <laughs> well, that does make colonizer. me think, like, Rob, you know, it's a, there is this precedent now that one of us goes to Tulum, and then shortly thereafter, they leave the show. Is this yeah, going to be I'm your uh, exit. son of a bitch?
2: Oh, Sid, I forgot to mention I'm going to Tulum uh, oh, okay. in a few weeks.
3: Well maybe if all of us go that it then it negates it. Oh, all right. There's
1: a lot of Americans and specifically New Yorkers here.
3: How do you know they're New Yorkers? I've talked what? to them. They say they would I'm getting a massage over here. Yeah. A lot of that going on. Is that how you can
1: tell? Me? Yeah,
2: let's go
3: snorkeling, all right? Hey. All these
2: natives. <laughs> Is natives
3: offensive? I don't understand.
1: Like, what's offensive about natives? I think, They're native to the town to the I, to the town. They were born I, here. I don't think like, like a New York I, native.
2: I think it has some connotations that like you know, thinking of cannibals and like boiling people in pots, and that's what they—that's what the white people used to call the Africans just, in yeah, the 50s.
3: You just say stuff. the locals, okay?
2: The locals. I know the word "native" inherently doesn't mean like I'm a native New Yorker. I don't think it inherently yeah. means anything. But when you talk about like global South poor people, it sort of has baggage to it. I would say.
1: Mm, well, my apologies. Uh, I did not intend to offend.
2: I, we know that. <laughs> like jokes aside, I know that you.
1: Yeah. It's hard to keep up. With those uh, stuff. There's also so many stray dogs. It makes me feel so bad. I want to just start a a dog shelter here and recruit all of them. But they're also smart and like they're just hunting for food on the on the scraps on the floor.
3: Did you give them any of your prawn?
1: No, there weren't any. <laughs> he <laughs> he didn't prawn. bring the
2: computer with the prawn on it.
1: So. <laughs> and Dusty the butler with a disgusting question. <laughs> Eat any? No, I have not eaten any dogs. Get out of here.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: I, I don't went, think uh, are
2: you sure he meant but, dogs.
3: <laughs> Probably, it? I'm hoping he did. Eat what any? else would he mean? You know, eat any?
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not following
3: <laughs> Did she like at any point was she like crotch level to your mouth, maybe? And you accidentally took a bite?
1: No, at one point munch? she was massaging my hand, and I think it was <laughs> resting on her breasts while she oh. was massaging it or something. Were
3: they plentiful? Uh certainly. How no. was she how old was yeah? What age range?
1: Was she a
3: matronly early, woman? I
1: don't know. Like late twenties, <laughs> early thirties, or possibly 50s. <laughs> I was boiling <laughs> no, tea no. in the background. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like relatively young, not an old woman. Like a relatively young woman. Oh. Oh. Any, any, any cute at all?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Did you get a business card. <laughs>
1: uh, and I, so I went with uh, which maybe tul- Rob's what? on a
2: Tulum discovery that he's by. Who
1: knows? <laughs> hey, the Kinsey scale uh, is different for all of us.
2: <laughs> it's like your eat, pray, love.
1: Uh, yeah, so I went snorkeling, and the, and the guy, the guide, so it was me and these two lovely women about my age from Arizona mm-hmm. uh that were on the on the snorkeling trips so it was a very intimate crew did nice. they know Noah they didn't I asked they did not it's a big
2: state it's but big state. it only has eight people in it so yeah that's it's
3: exactly possible. right <laughs>
1: uh and the our guide looked like Kurt Russell in the movie overboard
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no.
0: laughs>
1: he looked so much like and, and he was like just as brown let me put a let me pull up uh
3: are you going to show us Kurt Russell or the guide
1: right now? No, uh, Kurt Russell. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think of one of the guide.
3: Side by side.
1: Uh, was
3: the guide uh, native?
1: <laughs> he was Spanish, yeah. Oh, or Mexican, I guess.
3: And now you're commenting on how brown he was? Oh, Just no, like oh, he is... was. Hold
2: on, hold on. Just let like well-known brown person Kurt Russell.
3: Let me let me let me clarify.
1: He <laughs> was a white Mexican person that that had a crisp tan, ah. that you could tell that he was out in the sun uh, every yeah, day. Some canceled, I think. So he was among the uh,
2: aristocratic, uh, well-to-do Mexican elite, you'd say, like Alberto Del Rio.
1: I was. He's like, I don't know. Uh I'm not going to comment on, on his skin color anymore. I'm in some trouble. But anyway, <laughs> he was an amazing guy. So, the first stop, we were like swimming with stingrays and turtles. And he was the turtle whisperer. He kept drawing the turtles near us, and was like, hey, let's all hang out with the turtle. Uh, so, that was pretty fun. And um, I actually have a, the person I was with took some video and I got her to airdrop it to me. Oh. Which was nice. Uh, let's see if I can this video uh but uh oh yes oh 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 yes <laughs> uh and uh oh, yes what was i what was i talking? oh yeah so the but the snorkeling was really really uh gorgeous i was very uh like anytime you have an opportunity to go snorkeling i highly recommend it because it's like peeking in on a whole different world like a whole different planet That's here on planet Earth. So it was very, very moving.
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) So where's this fucking turtle already? What are we doing? Here we go. Uh, Did you flip it over uh, on its
1: back? Hold on. The video isn't. I have to convert the video. Oh, for fuck's sake. Rude. Uh, So give me a moment with that. Uh, so yeah, sure. the turtle was fun. I also went to a uh, a cave, which was mm. kind of interesting, and I swam in a cave. Ran cenote. Oh. Oh, here's me in the turtle. Oh. oh, it's the turtle! And you could you saw Kurt Russell's hand there. That was, <laughs> that was the whisper. Oh, that was me. One of those me. Oh, that
3: there's Kurt Russell. Jeez. That's the white stuff on his hands. That's the palms of his hands. one out under the water and got <laughs> a little...
1: That's what I'm saying. He's so tan that his palms look extra white. I suppose.
3: Was <laughs>
0: hmm.
2: well, he not tanning his hands?
1: I guess not. What a new tanner he is. You can talk to him about that.
3: Oh, is he joining us?
1: Yeah, we're going to have him on in a moment. Let's bring him on. All right.
3: <laughs> what was his name? Tanner. <laughs> <I don't remember. laughs> he was so great, but don't remember his name. Not important.
2: Oh, he's only a I native. Never see him
3: again. You just called him Chief. <laughs> Chief,
1: uh, what, him
2: what
3: do you L- think?
1: You think all natives are in tribes, Rob? <laughs> that's right. I called him amigo because he's my friend. Oh, so damn! Not at all condescending. <laughs> mm. I'm kidding. That's obviously condescending. Uh, but I'm the kidding Tenote, he's not my friend. <laughs> the grant Tenote was really, really cool., uh, so it's just you know a cave and you you go in there and you can swim in the cave and uh, there were bats mm. at the cave. I felt like I was Batman, but they they don't really uh they don't bother you. They just keep to themselves.
3: Was the covid bat one of them or no? Could you tell Did, did he get get gets from like treated a bat? differently?
1: Is that the Didn't it thing? I
2: don't know. What Rob didn't know about bats is that they're really sexually attracted to sunflower seed shells and bong resin. Oh mm. no! Yeah,
3: <laughs> I haven't had any of that here. Unfortunately. Who needs who needs grinder when you just get bats coming at you, <laughs> licking you up with their little yeah. rabies-infested mouths?
1: You know, I'm really glad we could talk about this part of my life now. this is, it's it's a very exciting for me to have. A whole other aspect of my life that I'm. What then you fuck that, that you yeah, right? that? I shared on the show for you guys to make jokes about.
3: This was well, there's nothing gay about that yeah, whatsoever. No, it's, it's other it's than the, the name app. of the app, there's nothing
1: specifically. Exactly, exactly. Was it a male a bat? bat <laughs> <laughs> you don't really need the audio. There's some
3: turtles, some fishes. It was very exciting. Wow, that's very nice. That is nice. Catch and kill and eat any of them?
1: No, I was trying to be a good a good guest in their home and not look- intrude or or ruin anything.
2: That looked like a wrestling ring down there. What's going on there? Is there no need? Of oh, there's just like
1: <laughs> little areas where you, that that were roped off that you can't right. go go into because they're extra shallow. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you would you would essentially mess with the ecosystem because you'd be touching all the algae and whatever on the food that they eat.
2: Of all the people to make an Onita reference, Sid would be the third on the list of the oh, show.
3: Oh no, I love that guy. <laughs> Sid's a big Onita guy.
2: No. When I used to work at
3: uh, the record label, I worked at one of my coworkers used to bring in v- Onita VHSs all the time for us to watch. Cool. And he didn't with no like warning of <laughs> why is there a countdown clock in the corner of the screen? Oh yeah. no, you'll see. Just watch. It's ah oh, so good. Anal explosion match. <laughs> That's good stuff. At some point, Definitely. we should like do a watch along of an Onita match or something.
1: Sure. Yeah, maybe we watch people. the. We we could watch the match that he had with Terry Funk. It's a very famous. It's actually very dramatic and uh, excellently Like it's cinematic in a way. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the way they kind of try to resist. Getting exploded. And
0: is it on? Like, oh, go, oh, ahead.
2: go ahead. Is it on par with the cinematic experience of the new day going to the Undertaker's castle? <laughs> oh no!
1: I would say it is uh, a step or two above that. Oh wow, that's that's a big bar. It or not. Oh,
3: he's... spoiler oh, alert! A little... There's
2: a teaser. Yeah, look at the ref don't... with the fireman outfit on. does I don't know him. that I ever saw this in full. I oh, it's I so have. good.
1: I watched it before the John Moxley Kenny Omega match, and I was like, wow, this is really, really cool. Here's like I've one. seen
2: clips, I've seen the ending,
1: but so yeah, you know, the, so when that
3: te- so when
1: the clock strikes zero, the whole ring explodes. But if you hit the ropes,
3: yeah, boom, bam, they
1: also <laughs>
2: explode. <laughs> just
3: extra, just a little, little extra fun. And the ropes are barbed wire.
2: Now, is that like theatrics, or did they just rig it to fuck him up and they don't like he's just taking it?
1: I think it's, I mean, it's theatrics, but those explosions are happening right there. So you have to feel something. Mm
3: -hmm. But I think probably at that point, barbed wire is the more painful thing. Right.
1: So the thing that I'm most excited to talk about that I did. That was truly something that I uh, got completely out of my comfort zone. Mexican was... squid game? <laughs> uh, no, pulpo game.
0: <laughs> a,
1: a what? A who's a
2: what? Pulpo. Pulpo is octopus, but I was making a joke. Oh. oh, that's
0: right. I knew that because
1: I had some octopus
2: talk. I wouldn't, wouldn't. I don't know how to say squid, honestly. So, if anyone in the chat knows, a squid. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's good.
0: Uh, so,
1: so I so I did uh, this spiritual experience called uh, Temescal, mm. and what it is, I'll I'll load it. I'll load up this slide here to help explain it. Oh
3: boy!
1: So here you could see this hut. It's made out of volcanic rock, and this is actually even taller than the hut that I went into. So, uh, and basically, you go in there and it's a giant one hour schwitz. <laughs> it's a spiritual schwitz. It's a sweat lodge.
3: What makes it spiritual?
1: Uh, there's a guided meditation during it and it gets super hot. And basically, you kind of fight through your discomfort to learn something about yourself.
3: Oh, boy, what did you learn? Uh,
1: Well, you kind of have to – so the idea is you come in with intentions. You have to come in with an intention. My intention was to try to be more present uh, and not be worried about the past or or what's happening in the future and just be in the moment. And believe me, you really have to be present (laughs) in one of these experiences. So the way it started was – I'm going to go through because actually this really explained – The ceremony very well. So it's a part sweat lodge, part sacred ritual. Participants have reported feeling physically, emotionally, and mentally healthier. And uh, so, what is the ceremony? During the ceremony, participants will enter the sweat lodge, typically an igloo shaped hut constructed from volcanic stone, wood, or cement. I guess it might have been cement or volcanic stone. It wasn't quite clear. Once inside, hot volcanic rocks are placed into the center and water is poured over the rocks to produce steam. Herbs, typically sage or copal, are added to aid in the cleansing process. Uh, so it, it was, I guess, like an hour and a half. So when you get there, there's a fire. That's where the coals are being readied. And everyone's kind of surrounding the fire and kind of getting in the vibe. And, what was, and then like once everyone is kind of checked in and they're ready to go and by the way there were like 30 people and the hut looked so tiny I was like how are all of us going to fit in this tiny hut and we did uh and uh, were you the so biggest
3: person in the hut
1: I was I guess I was the tallest I'm not really I wasn't doing a, a survey at the time I was, how many I was people trying to focus wasn't? on my it was like 30 people Jesus uh, I mean, so- who who is he going
2: to be in there? Like Dwight Howard? I mean, there's not that many people taller yeah. than Rob. That's you true. don't know.
1: Well, it, that's actually where the most discomfort was. For, so, okay, so it starts uh, and, uh, the, you know, they start beating the drums and doing a chant. And, like, they're kind of setting the mood like, okay, we have to focus. Things are about to start. And what was so wild is I, I remember there was one girl who was also maybe the second tallest person there. After me, obviously. So you didn't. Uh, uh, And uh, she was taking video. This is why I noticed her, and I I just felt like, oh, this feels like rude. (laughs) This feels like not something you should be capturing video of. This feels like a, you know, sacred moment that should just be for this moment. And sure enough, this girl like quit the lodge like ten minutes, and she was like, I can't do this. I'm out of here. She said that. Ready. Uh, she asked to to exit the the lodge. Actually. Well, maybe she just went in just to get the video, and then she was done. No, 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 no. This is before we walked into the the. This happened before we all got into the lodge. Oh, this was outside of the lodge. This is the ceremony, like the the intro ceremony. The guy is doing his his spiritual chant. We're all looking at the fire. We're all concentrating on it. And Do you remember what the chant was? Me. No, I don't. I mean, you can't give us. you it can't.
2: El, so De- they, El Dutorino knows what it was. He said it in the chat. There it is. And second from the last one.
1: So, <laughs> oh, it's Sweat Lodge Rava in the chat. Maybe. Sweat Lodge I mean, maybe. It could have been. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so then they invite you. So before they invite you in, you have to get, like, desaged. <laughs> they have, like, a... Uh, like an incense that they wave around your body and kind of say a prayer. So this was very spiritual, but not, there was no religion involved, which I, I, I very much appreciate. Uh, and not, they weren't as, they weren't talking down. They were like, whatever your higher being is like, like look to that. Uh, so after, uh, so here it says we start around the fire being thankful for the forest and the earth. And then you go inside the mescal, you you kneel on your knees and you ask to be in the belly button of the earth. Uh, the the shaman that we had would call called the igloo like Mother Earth's womb. Like we were entering Mother Earth's womb. Yeah. Uh, the, by the way, throughout this whole is. experience. I couldn't help but think, like, if you guys were here, you would have been so pissed that I took you to that. Like, you would
3: have. Oh, for it. sure, I would not have gone. <laughs> there was no you taking me to this. There would no, no I, I, no I just saying, like, if somehow, if quote.
1: somehow you ended up, you like, you would have, like, what the fuck are we doing in here?
2: It's hot. Come on, oh, I, would like
1: girl,
3: I would have. I would have done everything in my power to ruin the experience for you, Rob, if you have somehow forced me to participate in this. The whole time I would have just been pulling on your arm hairs as you were trying to meditate or I'd be flicking your earlobes mm-hmm. or just like breathing in your face. The whole time I would be ruining it for you. So you would not have brought me along. Uh,
1: so you, you're given a little bit of tobacco and you're supposed to throw it in the fire before you enter the lodge and, and state your intention. To yourself, not you. Don't say it out loud. Or it's it's a one person thing. You just kind of. It's almost like you. It's not really a prayer. Just like I, you know, you, you declare your intention to the fire. Then you go in the lodge. You circle in, and then they then the shaman kind of guides you through. They they bring in the rocks.
2: Did the fire answer move. you?
1: The fire does not answer me. Well, let's show some respect here, okay? okay. It's a
3: pew 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 pew.
1: Uh, so everyone is in, and pew, it is
3: pew, pew. it's the fire. Rob, oh, sorry, Rob, it's talking to you.
1: <laughs> it is cramped. Uh, you know, you're sitting. You can't even sit Indian style because there's not enough room. And this was this was the the biggest challenge for me because I'm such a fucking giant. Like my nuts are being squeezed by my <laughs> legs, and you know, like the crease in the back of your knees. Yes. Uh, Like, if you sit too long, you just, like, really have to stretch it out. But there was nowhere to stretch out. And that became kind of the mental battle, more so than dealing with the heat. Now, uh, the people that went before, like, the crew that I was with, they were like, oh, it gets more hot than you can even imagine. And I was like, I've been to Schwitzes; I can handle it. And the first, so it's it's four 15-minute sessions. Uh, you know, you go in, there's a 15 minute session. It's basically, you know, the, so there's a person who declares their intentions. Uh, Not everyone gets to speak, but a few people will, you know, like I, I, I I hope to be more compassionate and and more love for the earth and take care of the earth, you know, things like that. Very uh, good intentions. And then you kind of, uh, you, you, like instead of saying Amen, you say O Mateo, which I believe is a, a Mexican in the lore, like a Mexican god. I thought it was uh, like
2: a um, like a restaurant right off the uh, the Belt Parkway by Cross Island. There was a restaurant called O <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, Sid? I think so. Sid, what, you what would about? you? What, there's a real that's a, a Mateo, not O Mateo. Uh, Rob, uh Sid, what would you say into the fire? What would be your your mental My intention
3: dish? is I'd like to have some elote with my dinner tonight. Hopefully you <laughs> can find some good elote. And yeah, that's about it. I'm I'm otherwise what was your just get what was the fuck out you of you here as soon as I can.
2: Not get diarrhea on this trip.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody fart? Was it like a yoga kind of thing where people are just passing gas throughout? Mm, Rob, no. You know?
1: I mean, it, uh, it I, be, I walked into another disrespectful moment. By the way, I, yeah, I, I, this show <laughs> I mentioned mentions Rob says show some respect, but also says Native and Indian style. I yeah. guess Indian yeah. style is an All outdated right. term as well. I was gonna say you've oh, been no. canceled in the chat again. Oh yeah. no! Oh no!
2: But you could run into a conflict. I feel because, like, what if one person. Their intention is to f- like fart less or something. And then the other person is just like, I just need I just need to fart like I just need to let this gas out. And then there but the, the other people in there have to
3: endure the gas then. So, you right.
1: Well, to... uh, the answer is people take it much more seriously than, than you you do and, and wouldn't do that. So, <laughs> so if you take safe. something
3: seriously, your body shuts down and you no longer have gas. The intention isn't no one's going to say I want to fart less. That's not the
1: type of intention. <laughs> you,
3: but that's a you respectful. Person. Come on. Well, I'm you, said, I don't...
2: you said you want to take care of the earth. If I stopped yeah. farting, that would really do a lot to help the
1: environment. True. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, the first the first session w- was was fine and uh, like it, it, it was good. I, I really liked it. Uh, and then in the second session, uh, I remember the... It's it, it certainly starting getting a little more steamy And at one point, uh, it got so steamy that I barely could see past myself. Like, I, I could see the person next to me, but I could not see the person, anything beyond them.
0: Uh,
1: and so it, it becomes... You really have to focus on... Just breathing and and not focus on the discomfort mm-hmm. uh, and that's a that that, that I think it, it, it it's a really interesting challenge where you really learn a lot about your own willpower uh, and I remember in the second one, you know uh, the shaman asks for you to close your eyes and and thank your ancestors because we want to thank our ancestors Uncle because Gary, thank you.
3: Thank you. Mama Robin, without them
1: uh you know Uncle none of us, none of us would be you. here right now and then so then she goes think of your grandmother
0: oh no and, and you hate your grandmother her, and,
1: that's right so i have had some issues and, and so uh and uh th- think of uh think of what they would say to you if they were here right now <laughs> and i actually had a good internal laugh because i was like if my grandma was here right now she would be like you fucking brought me back for this. Yeah, See, I'm, sweating. I'm sweating my ass.
2: Should I? By you uh, listing off all those names, I realized there's like a whole Rob cinematic universe of family members <laughs> on this that's show. Right.
0: Some really real uns- and
2: some imagined. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, you know, they like all showed man. up to. Irritate him while he was trying to meditate.
1: I will say, as I was doing the meditation, all, you know, she kept bringing up uh, a, my grandmother, and and, and all,
3: she kept saying
1: all these things, and it got to a point where I, I genuinely am now at peace <laughs> with my grandmother. Like I'm not. It, it actually got a little emotional. Uh, for oh me at boy, some too. Uh, not necessarily that, but but you know, she was just saying, think of your family, think of all the stuff, and and it gets very very intense because you. It, you know, if you don't focus on what she's saying, you're focusing on how hot you are, and then you're not having any. You know, you've lost the game essentially because the whole thing is you're supposed to block out the heat. You're supposed to just focus on on your breathing and focus on on, on the moment. Uh, and so that was the second one. And, and after the second one, my sister was like, "Hey, uh, do you want to get out?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." Because again, after every session, they open the door and you you can step out for a second to catch your breath or, you know, if you're overheating, whatever, they don't want you to pass out. They want this to be an enjoyable experience. So I said, I was all right. And then almost one minute into the third session, I was like, you know what? (laughs) Maybe I should have got out. The reason I I was great. I I was okay. Is because for the second session, enough people got out where I actually could
0: Mm.
1: spread my legs. And that was like, Oh, I'm good. I don't need to do anything. I just could spread my legs. But then they all got back in right back to the discomfort, and at this point it got next level because, so on the top of the hut there is a window and there's light coming out of it and, and it's basically the moonlight or symbolically for this third session, they cover the hut, they cover the door you are essentially in complete darkness it is a claustrophobe's nightmare and on top of that it was the hottest. (laughs) It was now at a level of heat where I was like, Oh, this is what they were talking about. (laughs) This is really, really bad. And literally like at the moment that I'm like, I'm not sure I can do this. I'm not sure. Like I need to get out of here, whatever. Like the, it's like the, the shaman, she, she was talking directly to me because she was like, fight through the heat you can make it like like embrace your willpower I've, i i i i don't remember exactly the ter- the thing she said this was a few days ago now but i just remember like she said exactly the right thing that i needed to hear to be like okay i can still do this I, i'm just going to focus on my breathing uh and then and and i i was trying to do my intention in the sense of I started thinking like okay this will all be over soon like it's just going to be another five minutes you know and then I'm like wait no Rob (laughs) you got to be present you're in the you got to be in the moment you you can't think of like this will be done soon you have to like experience this and and it felt so empowering to talk myself off that ledge and 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 sit there and, and deal with it. And, you know, and I made it. It was fine. Uh, it wasn't that bad. And then I got out after the third one. I had to get out at that point because it was like my heart was racing. It got really, really intense. Uh, and and then they kind of give you like a – I almost had an ice bucket challenge. There was no ice, but it was like a, a cold bath that they just they, – they, they pour a cold bucket of water over your head to cool you down. And – Man, I got my ass in that water because it felt great. It felt you it was get so.
0: your ass in this water.
1: <laughs> it felt so.
0: It felt so good.
1: It felt so good. And then, uh, I, it felt good. And then you know, you go back in. In the fourth session, somehow even hotter. But at this point, it was like much more tolerable. And it was it was an amazing experience. Also, I sweat out maybe like five to 10 pounds of sweat. At the end of the session, I, like towards the end of the fourth session, I put my, I tried to put my hands down on the, on the ground to kind of reposition myself a little bit to get a little bit of a stretch. And I felt there was puddles on the ground of sweat. Uh, but it was, it, was, it was a really, really unique and intense experience. And I, I enjoyed it greatly.
2: Imagine if you had done this several years ago, you would have been able to use these techniques during all these lame, like bands that you had
1: interviewed. interview. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just be more present.
2: Yeah. Just be in the moment, not zone out.
1: Uh, and my skin felt beautiful after. Mm. <laughs> it, was, it was just great. All my pores expanded. It was the most intense. schmitz. also, you know, they're, so uh, when when it's complete darkness, you don't really know what's going on. You just you you just hear what's going on, and at some point, you know, like I, th- there was those herbs. They're like smacking the herbs against the the coal, and then these these herbs are kind of like hitting you, and you're like, what? The fuck?
3: This is like oregano. What's going on here? <laughs> it's like, no, it's like no focaccia.
0: See. <laughs> Delicious.
1: But it was great. It was very. It was one of the most unique experiences uh, that I've done. And if you find yourself in Mexico, I don't think this is just something that happens in Tulum. I think it's a Mexican tradition. Uh, I would ha- highly recommend doing it if you can handle if you can handle the heat.
3: If you like put, forcing yourself into discomfort for pretty much no actual reason. Then yeah, I, there's no.
1: I had I had spiritual growth and mental growth out of it, and I feel like if I, you I,
3: believe sp- the concept of spiritual growth is an actual thing, then go for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: if you believe spirits are an actual thing, I'm <laughs> yeah. like Sid, yeah. who doesn't.
3: Yeah, he has no spirit. If you just want to sit in a room next to strangers, and maybe they take your wallet, you don't know. Maybe they start rubbing your feet.
1: None of that happened. Everyone was was uh, very nice and uh,
3: You should have robbed accurate. someone, Rob. It's your name for God's sake. You should do it more often.
1: You're disgusting. Sid.
3: What would the shaman say to that, Sid? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, you said the sh- the shaman was a lady?
1: Yes. There there's so, there's a few shamans, but the one that uh, the one that guided us was was a lady.
3: And, and it's still shaman or is it shaw woman? Shaw person? I don't
1: think sh- it comes from
2: man,
3: the word shaman. <laughs> It'd be funny if it did, though.
1: <laughs> Shiman. <laughs> um, so, I guess Amateo is a... I just looked it up. It's a name used to refer to a pair of Aztec deities. Mm. Uh... uh I can't read the, the deities' names. And Balulugugal. I'll I'll throw them in the chat.
3: They're the gods so, of making tourists pay for dumb stuff. It,
1: I okay. I, I really love when I share things with you that had a profound impact on me. And come on, and Rob. Sid, you call it dumb stuff. Thanks, Sid. I appreciate it.
3: Rob, I want you to that try really to that really that names. really
1: uh, helps me want to bring more and share more. Rob really I, I did look angry while you were teasing him there.
2: I thought you, because you kept cutting him off, and he's telling this deep story about his spiritual awakening. And
3: you're just like,
2: did anybody fart?
3: No, <laughs> oh, that's I'm, I've he got was, practical concerns in my mind.
2: He was boiling now more than he was boiling <laughs>
3: in <a> cave. <laughs> yeah, Rob, I'm the one giving you the real spiritual journey. I want
1: to watch that video. Yeah, it, it's actually very difficult for me to be present right now and not think about how much I want to
3: go to New York and beat you the fuck up. Just, <laughs> just like
2: tobacco cave smoke coming out of his ears.
3: <laughs> the- I thought that was just from the vape.
2: Yeah, could be.
3: <laughs> Rob, really, though, pronounce those words that you just put into the, the chat. Try
1: O-ma-
2: your best. I would say. and
1: Okay,
2: I don't know that that's
1: correct, but that's
2: what I know of phonetic pronunciation of those languages. That's a good guess.
3: So what's on the docket for tonight, Rob, after after we're done podcasting? What does the rest of your night look like?
1: Uh, probably just going to have dinner
3: somewhere in town.
1: Just go to... A is
3: there Yelp town. down there? How do you know what places are recommended?
1: There is Yelp. There is a version of Seamless called Tomato or like Grubhub type thing. Yeah, it's pretty... I mean, there's fucking American tourists. They're going to do anything to cater to that. It's true. Uh, so like if, if it involves taking tourist money, they'll figure it out. That, that's basically the entire economy here.
2: You were yeah, telling so you me that didn't. you were telling me there's a bunch of like armed militia men walking around because, like, some, oh, yes, oh, some oh, Americans oh, yes. got gunned down a, a year ago or something, and so they brought in a bunch of people with guns.
1: Yeah, so oh, there was shit. some uh cartel stuff happening in the area, and I guess there was a big shootout last year, and some gringos got shot and that's bad for tourism so (laughs) you know they're not going to have that so now there's just dudes with military assault rifles just walking down the street singing do I diddy diddy dum diddy do no No, they're not (laughs) Uh, but it's very I mean it feels you know as a New Yorker I'm used to it because you know you would see it at train stations or something like that but uh, it, it was still a little Jarring in a way to kind at least of they so said
2: they would just point at the, the, the drink counter, pointing out what they wanted with the gun. Yeah, this so, the, oh this one guy was
1: so so blase with it, he, he was like, Yeah, like, oh, I'll have this, I'll have this papaya <laughs> juice. And he pointed with his tiny little Uzi, like, he yeah, have, like I'm uh, I'll show you a photo. Of, like, I, I snuck in a photo of one of the, one of the guards. Hopefully, they'll, they'll let me out of the country after showing this. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> but uh, hold on, I
2: don't think they're monitoring our stream right now. Are you sure? And I'm not sure. Maybe Amlo is watching this.
3: They were alerted because they were told an American was doing hate speech about them, you know, on a podcast. So they had to check in.
1: I called it in. Uh,
3: Sorry.
1: (laughs) Here's the photo. These guys are all over. Look at this. So the the one the one that I told Darren about that was like pointing. His gun was, was like half the size, but he was still same shape.
2: But, I mean, a gun yeah. half that size can still blow a hole in your head. So yeah, if you point at the papaya uh, I mean, I guess, and shoot I mean, in the I wrong direction, they,
1: they are they are here for our protection. But uh, I would not want to be caught yeah. in any friendly fire. I don't. I, I don't trust them. They're here to uh, to dissuade any cartels from starting shit. I guess
2: they're not really there for your protection. They're pro- to protect the money that you're bringing into the economy.
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent, without question. Yeah, but that, but who's attached to the money? Me. until you're not yeah <laughs> until you give it to the masseuse also the atms are pretty funky here one almost ate my card it was a scary moment <laughs> like i put in my my uh atm card and then the screen shut off oh no <laughs> like, you're like ah we what? got
3: one yes finally yeah.
1: got an and i mean I, got up and a I was up that i was I wasn't afraid that I was going to get robbed. I mean, you know, I have enough protection for my bank for that not to happen. I was just afraid I wouldn't have a debit card and that I wouldn't be able to have cash because this is a very cash-based uh, town or pesos-based town.
2: You're lucky, man. In some countries, the, there's just you put in your card and then there's like an arm that comes out and takes your organs out, like right on the spot. It's not even, <laughs> it's not even a really an ATM.
3: What does Rob need a liver for? How's the weed in Tulum? It's all right.
1: I can't say it's as good as New York, but I mean, it, it's getting the job done. It's a nice, when I get home at night, I have a nice little something,
3: something. Weren't you going to do other stuff besides weed?
1: Uh, I haven't done anything. I wasn't able to do any anything too wild. Actually, during the uh, Temescal ceremony, uh, it was actually a very special night because the medicine man came, <laughs> and they said for the first time in three years he, he brought medicine, and th- they were going to share it with us. And it was actually again a very nice little moment because he, the, the this was the male shaman in the room. There were two there were two shamans guiding it. Uh, the male shaman uh, mentioned went on a whole rant about how the they're human. not going to try- charge they're not going to charge us for the the of medicine because medicine shouldn't be something you charge for everyone should have access to medicine and i, and I was like yeah workers rights socialist power let's go what a concept and and it turned out to be a a, a little bit peyote mm. but not enough to like hallucinate but certainly enough to get my heart rate going so that's okay. but nothing other than that nothing nothing too exotic a lot. It's fairly really
3: exotic. It's exotic enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Was it now? Just to be technical about it, was
2: it like technically peyote, or was it like that's just what you're calling any hallucinogenic, or was it
1: actually peyote? No, it was actually peyote. It was okay. uh, well, it was like a drink. It was like a tea
0: mm-hmm.
1: with like pale tea, like like green green pulp in it, which I assume is the peyote. Wow. Oh.
3: I guess you just, they're just handing you random chunky drinks that you're downing. Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna hurt you, right? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Sweat it out anyway. Fair. <laughs> so this was before the sweating.
1: This was in the second uh, quarter or whatever. So this I was already well into the sweating.
3: What were you wearing during the sweating? A bathing suit. So you were topless.
1: Speedo, short shorts,
2: big show singlet,
1: no singlet, no top,
3: shoes, socks, no. Wow,
1: which was another thing because the the ground was like rocks and it was very uneven, and so at some point when I was out of the the uh, inside the sweat lodge, it's flat, but outside is the rocks and it's like hard to balance yourself. Where'd you put your shoes? There's just a place to leave your shit, so we could have been robbed.
0: Yeah,
3: oh,
1: everyone, everyone there could have been robbed, but
3: it's the same. Take thing. me back, I'll rob all the motherfuckers next time while you're in their sweat.
1: It would <laughs> you be you and that tall girl up. that ran yeah. out, and then you'd be like, "All right, honey, here's the plan."
3: <laughs> yeah, and then I'd rob her also. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dusty Rhodes Muffler says, uh, "Did you bring a Bam Bam Bigelow
1: onesie?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I left my Bam Bam Bigelow onesie at home. He did
2: have some flames on his head, though, after that sweat lodge.
3: How, Rob? How difficult would it, would it have been for you to focus and be in the moment if the person sitting across from you was in a Bam Bam Bigelow onesie <laughs> the whole time? Like it <laughs> I wouldn't
1: be able to see them. You can't.
3: There's so. Uh, he might have hallucinated. You know hallucinat- there, he walked in with them. He yeah, I had a right.
2: spiritual like tunnel to the uh, the afterlife and talked to Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, wow. all the shit that was going on there. Fair point.
1: Uh, yeah, so that's basically my experience so far. But right? day and a, day and a half it? left, oh, okay. should be fun.
2: But then you're going on another vacation. It's not like you're coming home.
1: Well, yeah, I'm going to LA, and then uh, I mean that's going to be a more low key. I'm not going to be doing something every day. I don't think no, no sweat lodge in LA. No sweat lodge in LA, to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> Although, also, I'm not sure uh, if I want to do that again. Maybe like. My sister's going next week. She's totally into it. And she already went one time before. Uh, But for me, one was enough for now.
2: Oh, there's a good question in the chat. Is there going to be a shrimp off too?
1: Uh, I have not made any plans with live cast stars, but I'm available if we want to. Let's do it. You can figure out a date in our Discord chat. I am going to officiate
2: this time. You just put me on a little camera, on a phone, FaceTime, and just... Prop it up on the on the table, and I will. I because you fucked it up last time. The rules.
3: Maybe each of you facetime, like one of you facetimes Darren, one of you facetimes me, and we could each like do an official count for that one person.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we'll We're just do a partial. Twitch stream at the time. And oh
3: will, my god!
2: And we'll just be on
1: it.
3: That would be amazing. A little we'll bonus just, mini episode.
1: Yeah. We'll have to find a bubblegum shrimp with good Wi-Fi. <laughs>
3: Or an actual restaurant that serves edible food.
1: <laughs> well, the whole point of it was all-you-can-eat shrimp.
3: But there's got to be other places that have something similar. There aren't Bubba Gump. You know, go are Red familiar. Lobster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what Sizzler? Sizzler? Any Sizzlers yeah. left? Uh, are there Sizzlers yet? I don't know. I
3: don't think so.
1: Okay. Oh, someone ZP says there's plenty of places here. All right, yeah. we'll see.
2: Well, you're the Angelinos; uh, so you have to suggest them. He says, uh, "Oh, they say." that. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. They're,
1: this I, I am going to be in LA. We, uh, we would always meet up during Nam weekend, uh, which is why we have to do it in An- Anaheim, which is where I was. But I'm going to be in LA, so it'll be a much easier trip for everyone.
2: Is that the the, the oh. artist known as Douglas Levison mm-hmm. in our Discord? Okay. Now I know. I didn't want to misgender them.
1: In Culver city. So Douglas, would you would you come out if we do a meet-up? meetup? Douglas Lemis, ZP guitarist? Uh El Dudorito mentions that Bubba Cump has better quality than Sizzler.
3: Actually he said <laughs> which I want to point out. I want to go to the Sazler. <laughs> that sounds better than either of these places.
2: It's nothing like a nice sozzling steak. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> right out the oven,
2: right out the oven.
3: <laughs> Duterino should come and bring his uh, fiance. Have a little. Oh yeah, I'd love to meet her. Her she official introduction.
2: She disappeared from the chat. Yeah. She was all over it for like two
1: weeks. <laughs> um. Right some there. Mexican Pepsi. That's the other thing. All the stuff that we know and love tastes way better here.
2: I can't. Soda drink. tastes better. It just has too much. Like I can't drink. I just noticed, like even the things that taste great that have like tons of sugar in them that I love, like cakes and stuff. I just uh, maybe it's because I'm older now, but it has much worse effect on me. Just mentally. Mm, it's yeah, really sugar
1: like, definitely hits me harder. It's just going well. on. Oh, oh, some oh. drama in the chat. El Dudorino asks. Are you going to hang up on her again? She felt bullied.
2: Oh my god, she was so antagonistic in the chat. Mm. And I took it so as that's playful. Your excuse for bullying her. I definitely did not bully her. She was bullying people, if anything. But I took it as playful. Oh just, wow! Like you wow. Know, I took it as playful. It, it, that, that's she was like, joking. That, right.
1: That's typically what an abuser would say. You're the abuser. I barely interacted. Own up, with own, her. Own up to your drama. Sure. Like, accept her truth, Darren. Do not gaslight her.
2: Right. <laughs> She's welcome back in. I have no problem. I
3: that's, won't that's say anything realism. mean about Kobe Bryant again. I promise.
1: <laughs> oh, that was that's the other, the other thing. That, that was her. Trigger points out believe. that it, the Discord is a safe space. What was the other thing she talked about? Kobe Bryant. Yeah.
2: She well, no, she liked Kobe Bryant a lot, and Sid said that he was a rapist, which is correct. Hmm. And that we shouldn't glorify him just because he died because he was a rapist. Yeah. I see. It was sad that his daughter died, though, that she had to go down. Yeah.
1: but And whoever else died there.
2: But uh, yeah. Don't, don't well, cry. I don't think I believe
1: her, Eldorino, so I'd love to meet her. <laughs> I no one, no one believed her. I just want to point that out. Let's, let's talk in the Discord about it. And of course, you can join our Discord uh it's in our episode description the link for the discord we'd love to hang out with you we're we're on there all the time sharing links sharing jokes sharing laughs sharing commentary about the episode after it airs further epilogues about it so definitely hit up our discord and uh last week uh oh well darren you had a story oh yeah
2: oh i don't know that this is even a story i just meant uh, while you were in the sweat lodge i was doing some sweating too because i had this worst (laughs) constipation that i've ever had in my life like i couldn't like do you know when you have to go to the bathroom and it just feels like you have to go to the bathroom you get some stomach pains and you know it's time to go I had that, but then nothing would come out. And I was like constant pain for like six hours. And I don't know what caused that. I think I might have eaten something bad or and then I took a laxative. I took some X Lax. The X Lax didn't work. Uh, I took some took some Miralax and I was just kind of like back and forth to the toilet. All right, this is gonna be the time. This is it. This is it. And then like a little shit squirt and then oh. like nothing. Like nothing, and it was so demoralizing. Like it's so I can't express to you the frustration of like having to go take to a shit and you cannot do it. Uh, so eventually, it finally, just started. I still feel like I was telling you before the show. I feel a little tender.
1: Uh, I don't, well, if you got to run, we understand. No, I don't get the runs.
2: I've been regular the last few days, so I feel like oh, I, just, I I go and then, but it's still a little watery, but. It's not terrible. But yeah, it was just very sad. Like, I was like, I feel like I, I can't leave the house because what if this is the time and then I'm just going to shit myself when I'm outside? I had <laughs> no. Oh, Dusty Rose Muffler says 3D needs Hello Tushy.
3: <laughs> What's that? I know Tushy is like a porn series. I don't know what Hello Tushy is. Is, that a- is Tushy the.
1: Uh, see. Yeah, it's a bidet.
2: Hello, Tushy. Is a good day.
1: Yep, I'm loading the
0: website.
3: But what is that? How is that going to help him with constipation?
2: I've never had that. I've told you on this show. I've shared many personal stories about shitting.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, it's always been, I, I, I have to go. I have to go when I have to go, and I can't hold it ever.
1: I guess you're saying uh, the Tushy, the the water will spray up and hopefully let (laughs) clear up his butthole to open it up. I don't know what you're saying.
2: My butthole's yeah. open, open for business. Let's go. Just come
3: Proof. on. Proof. Turn around right now. Show it. Stick it in the camera. Put it on the glass.
2: It's, it's just a butthole. There's nothing interesting about it.
3: Uh someone in the comments wants to know if it was a big log. No. I haven't
2: had a solid log in like a week because it's Shame. all it's all it was all it's all water and then like nothing for like three days. Mm-hmm. And now let's come out. It's like little M's. <laughs>
3: awful what could it have been that you ate did you eat something out of the ordinary
2: Uh, no i mean everything i cooked i cooked thoroughly i used the meat thermometer and uh nothing tasted foul or bad or off you know but it has to be that i had a meal with my mom and she got she has an iron constitution and she got a little bit of diarrhea too so like Mm she so I got it worse because I ate more, obviously, because I'm three times her size. And also she has a much better constitution than I do. So I'm assuming we ate the same bad thing. Mm. But it's just
3: it conject- yes. no,
2: I'm not that dumb.
3: Is prawn roll at the the sushi bar at the beach. Didn't have that. There's not a shrimp guy.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't. That might fuck up my stomach, to be honest,
3: but I didn't eat that.
2: My body would just go, what the fuck are you putting in here? What is this?
3: And why is there sand in it? Yeah. And
2: what is this, a rusty nail? I don't recognize this object.
3: <laughs> error.
2: 404. Well, I'm okay now, more or less. A little discomfort. but I'm very tired. I'm going to leave my house for like four or five days. Well, sorry that was a bummer, Rob. You told such an inspiring story about spiritual awakening, and then
1: I yeah, about unfortunately, Sid couldn't make any fart jokes about it because it was about farts.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I <laughs> found Darren's very much more uplifting.
2: You should have made <laughs> shaman jokes
3: <laughs> about my farts. Shaman, shaman. Yes, jokes.
2: the shaman said to me, uh, "The shaman was always there guiding me. I heard her voice."
3: Just wipe with some sage. <laughs> Tobacco, <laughs> you're right up.
2: I threw some tobacco on my asshole fire.
3: <laughs> Just stick like a peyote suppository up there. Your asshole oh will God. think it's like hallucinating.
2: I don't think I want my sphincter to hallucinate.
0: Uh,
3: Rob, we got some emails this week, didn't we? We should go through that's some right. of these yeah, emails.
1: That's a, that was a shit. Stories are the live guest Says Minth, the cool Min. dude. Min, Min, Min the, the cool dude. It's a tradition.
2: Yes, that's
1: true. Uh, Deuterino asks, "What days are you going to be in LA again, Rob? I'm going to be there this Sunday through for 14 days, through two weeks.
2: For, can I? 10. Can what I just ask? Going? Oh, sorry, Rob. Go ahead. I wanted to ask some of the people in the chat right now, maybe, so we can sort through who's who in the Discord by who your Twitch handles are. Like, I'm not. I know most of you are probably longtime listeners, but I don't recognize some of the handles. So, if you don't mind. You can just say what we would know you as if you're in the chat a lot.
1: So, yeah, last week I obviously revealed a uh, a lot about myself here on the show. It was uh, quite a relief to do so. Uh, and I, I want to thank everyone that reached out to me after. Everyone was super supportive. I, I didn't really have any expectations on how uh, – the listeners and the viewers, the live cast stars would react, but I, not that I was assuming it would be negative, but uh, I was pleasantly touched very much touched uh metaphorically speaking since oh, yeah, pleasantly touched uh, I was very much touched by all the lovely messages, the very sweet messages that everyone sent I, I read all of them, I tried to respond to as many as I could and uh, I, I do want to thank you if you took a moment to reach out uh, and say something uh, because it, it was very, very touching. It, mean, it meant a lot. To me. And uh, we did say that, you know, for some people who weren't listening live, that if you wanted to, if you had any questions or uh, anything, you could have always email ripalivecast at gmail.com. And that email is still live. If this week we said something that you have a question about, if you want to learn about uh, the Tim Escal ceremony. <laughs> and have any other questions, feel free. livecast at gmail.com. So we got some emails. Uh, and I'd like to, to read a few of them. Uh, so we got one from Israeli guy. He goes, First of all, Rob, congratulations for your outing. <laughs> uh, it's not that that seems like a weird phrasing, but
2: outing is when you do it to someone against their will, I feel like. <laughs>
1: Uh, it does take a lot of courage still today to come out, and I'm very proud of you. Well, thank you. I, I didn't very, I didn't necessarily feel courageous, but I, I appreciate the kind sentiment. Uh, Israeli guy continues. I think there were some hints over the years. You never talked about your partners on the show while everyone else did, but your attempt with Noah masked that completely. I think, uh, and I. Uh, he says, and also, it may explain her tolerance to the famous "Hi guys, <laughs> uh, which, of course, is Rebecca Moore. And I do want to mention that, yes, I found Rebecca Moore through gay Twitter. <laughs> Rebecca Moore got super famous through gay Twitter, and that's how I, I learned about her and brought her to the show, to the straight Twitter, hmm. <laughs> through, or I guess, ambiguous Twitter. Better left uh, over there. By the way, it's nice to be on your handsome list, says Israeli guy. <laughs> uh, he says, oh, and also he mentions, uh, Rob, also, Rob leaving Metal Injection looks like a very big step. I wish you to be happy and enjoy your fresh start, and it seems with COVID, uh, is a time for change with no leaving and all the rest. But you guys still make a great show, and I love it. Well, thank you. Oh, we love uh, you Israeli guy. And yeah, I guess we didn't mention on the show, but yeah, I did announce that I'm going to be leaving Metal Injection. Or I'm uh, I'm transitioning out of my role there, and I'm excited for the next step in my journey. And that's also part of the reason why we changed the name of the show to kind of be independent of the website. Since I was going to be leaving, I just couldn't mention it at the time. But I want to be upfront with all of you guys as to why that happened.
3: Soros and, uh,
1: enough for you? <laughs> Soros was like, "You're done, Rob. You're not. You're not doing a good enough job." He
2: sounds like Trump. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they finally fired Rabba. That's right.
3: <laughs> finally fired. Uh, you are
2: gonna be like uh, Alex Schulnick soon? Looking for
3: a job. <laughs> don't please don't post rap videos, Rob. Fuck
1: Trump. Uh, I thought that's where I thought that's where Darren was going.
2: Was like <laughs> start doing white boy rap. Well, you he he backed off of fuck Trump, so you can take up the mantle and do the fuck Trump song. Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
3: did. He oh, back well, off. That might be his next one. That's true.
1: One thing I was blown away by, not like blown away by, but like really uh, when I was in customs here in Mexico, right in front of me online was a family, a couple with matching, not matching, different masks that both said in different designs, let's go Brandon. And I was just blown away that someone was so passionate (laughs) about this. I, I, the only I was like maybe there was a sale, but no. You had to order this. I'll, like this is too new for there to be a sale. <laughs> they order these fucking salts It's like come on, bro. Come on, bro.
2: I see that. That's um, just culture war. Stupid culture war shit. Like yeah, I, it's. it's dumb. I see it both both ways. You
1: know, like yeah, I agree. But it, her emails,
2: is, coffee mugs. You know,
1: just as annoying. Exactly, or 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 if if the mask said Kafifi, it would be just. A, <laughs> I would have, I would have thought it was just as stupid. Uh, uh, Dusty Rose Muffler writes. Now Rob doesn't have to pretend to like metal. I don't think I ever pretended. I actually like metal. I bought tickets to see Slipknot. Paid with my hard-earned money uh you don't have to pretend to like shitty metal though <laughs> yeah. Mid the cool dude uh says what are you going to do anything online i have no idea what i'm going to do i'm still trying to figure it out i have a few ideas i'm talking to a few people but no solid plans just yet other than keeping to do the
3: podcasts i thought when you said you went to the sweat lodge i thought you were going to say that was the reason why so you could figure out your next career path
0: Good. oh no
1: i don't it wouldn't be anything like that. maybe if you return
3: uh, you can
1: maybe am i might yeah Um, and uh, oh so let's go to another another question or another email this is from Carrie a long time listener Carrie live cast crew just wanted to send a shout out uh, to say Rob I'm so thrilled you're happy and thank you for being open honest and vulnerable on the live cast thank you I was driving by myself when listening to the Hickey Reveal episode and shouted my congrats to no one when you shared the news. <laughs> uh, I've been listening for a little over five years, and you all have seen me through some really rough times and some weeks. The live cast has been one of my only bright spots. I'm better now, by the way. Well, that makes us happy to hear that you're doing better, and that that is a huge compliment, I think, to us for you saying yep. that we were the only bright spot in your shitty week, that I really honestly like stuff like that. I feel is why I keep doing the show. Uh, and then Carrie also talks about our big pizza discussion last week. I'm from Missouri and can say I'm neutral about St. Louis pizza. Unrelated. My proximity to St. Louis allows me to go to the Royal rumble, which is fun, which was fun. Oh, that's great. Uh, and uh, Carrie ends by saying, I hope one day to travel to New York and try a New York city slice or two or seven. Much love to you all. Well, Carrie, if you do, We'll take you on a pizza tour,
3: unless you're on another vacation.
1: Oh, unless I'm on another vacation. Yeah. Well, no, then you, you, you and Darren will take her.
3: Sure, but she wrote the letter to you. She likes you more than the rest of us. It's not. It so wouldn't hasty. be the same without Robba. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you would FaceTime me.
1: Okay. Do we have to get Noah a-
3: back? For this? <laughs>
1: Uh so okay, so then we have one from Kayla. Uh and Kayla writes, Hi, Livecast. Uh, Edgelord is here. I guess I should have said it. (laughs) Uh, Edge Lord is here. It's been a while since I wrote to you guys, and I'd call in, but I'm very shy and always afraid that Sid would make fun of me. So much bullying. First from Darren, then from Sid. Come on, bully anybody. Come on, guys.
2: Didn't bully anybody.
1: Hmm. And bullying and gaslighting. Right, I, They go hand in hand.
2: Yes, and, and uh, they go hand in hand away from me because I didn't do any of those.
0: So. <laughs> Come I on, congrats.
1: guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Drop Rob. Drop a <laughs> I want to congratulate Rob for coming out, though I had always had a crush on you since the moment <laughs> I started listening to you guys back in 2017. You will always be in my heart. Well, I'm sorry that the Edge uh, Lordis, I only like you as a friend. <laughs> and, and, it's, and believe me, it's not you It's very much me uh, On a separate note, I have a question for all of you I recently started a music podcast And I'm wondering how do I make my co-hosts less awkward Me and my co-hosts less awkward We have chemistry, but there's just a lot of weird moments That we, I end up cutting out before posting I was wondering how long did it take to get a smoother flow Also, had- how do I promote my podcast to a wider audience?
2: We had a bit so of I a, can, run, a, a yeah, runway yeah. where where you know we had an experimental uh, radio show in college, so that allowed us to have. But I also think we just had good chemistry right off the bat, and I don't think we've ever thought about it too much, to be honest with you. Especially like when I first met Rob, I feel like our chemistry just talking to each other and in, in real life, you know, gave us the idea for me to join Rob's radio show. So I feel like that was sort of worked in reverse a little bit. And then Sid came on. So it was just fit right in like a, like a jigsaw piece, you know? So, uh, we all have just, we just work with each other really well. I may, we may be the wrong people to ask. Cause I just think we don't think about this too much. And we just, it just happens, you know? Uh, but I don't know if you guys have any thoughts.
3: I mean, for me, like there were we, we did like at the beginning have issues of like talking over each other and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that just goes away with time. The more you do it, the more you sort of get into a flow of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a big deal. So that's really it. Just keep doing it. Yeah. to say, it. like
1: you didn't hear how awkward it was because we spent three years doing the show on college radio where we kind of honed our chemistry. Uh, before we even started this podcast. And even that, like we've been doing it for uh, 12 to 13 years now, or however long it's been. Uh, So it takes a really long time. And like you said, you're editing anyway, so uh, you're editing the awkward parts anyway, so you're good until it gets comfortable enough where you don't have to do it. So it's just repetition. It's like building muscles. The more reps you do, the, the more familiar it gets.
2: And also a good tip is to like when we do this show, I only think of how it's going to be received by the two of you or three when Noah was here, you know, Mm. and I don't like I look at it as I know we have certain fans that think like we do and they're going to like what we do. And I'm not trying to talk to a bunch of other people like I feel like if I my goal is if I can make the two of you laugh, then then it's successful. And I know a lot of people are going to are going to like it. I think that's a good thing is to have tunnel vision and just do a show with someone who has the same ethos as you and like same sense of humor and talk to them and just talk to them and then people yeah. who are like-minded people will listen and like it and then people who are opposite of you might listen and find it controversial or whatever whatever you're going for but always like your audience, to, you should not be consciously talking to an audience because I think that when I hear that, that makes a podcast very lame
1: yeah uh, one more email. Uh, this oh, and as on.
3: for like getting more v- listeners oh, right. and just making your show more popular, I find it helps to have a friend who runs a very successful website that you could put the podcast on, Then the rest figures itself out. So just do that. Where do we find one of those? I hear there's a certain <laughs> Pepe, Pepe G that is – we're oh. yeah, <laughs> running website a website that could use a podcast. Because
2: Rob got fired from metal injection.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can just fill our void. Well, uh, look at this.
2: Look, at, go. Can you just put up this comment two two from the bottom in the chat? It's fascinating to me.
1: Min the cool dude says, "You guys are one reason I'm no longer religious, and I'm more progressive." It's wonderful. Well, that's great to hear. Glad
2: I'm very you. proud of that. Yeah,
3: Thank let you. us know why. We get men to uh, drop religion, and then all of a sudden you're going on spiritual sweat quests. Min doesn't know what to believe.
1: It's non-religious. There was it's nothing religious betra- about the it. The
3: betrayal, Rob. The absolute the, the, betrayal. The, there's the nothing. Uh, there's nothing
1: religious about connecting with Mother Earth. Okay, Sydney. Mm. The Earth is what gives us life. We could actually, you know, see the results of connecting with Mother Earth.
3: Earth Mother exists. What are the results? Oh, it's Niazzi! Oh shit! Whoa! Oh my god! Long time no see, Niazzi! Holy shit!
1: So yeah,
3: that's that's wow.
1: Niazzi, you were you were like uh, you came for college, right? Uh, To right, like
3: you were you were in college. Saudi
1: Arabian, I believe. Correct.
3: Don't call him a native, Rob. Whatever you do, don't call him a native. (laughs) All right,
2: he's a Native Uh... American now.
1: We got to wrap up. So let me just get through this. uh, Okay. This other one. So Jeremy says, Hi, guys. So for this week's show, I wanted to submit a series of questions in case other people ask. So there's variety. Mm. Uh, He says, With Rob's coming out, were there any surprising reactions, like ones he wasn't expecting, good or bad? Uh, Mm -hmm. I just remember I was surprised at how uh, supportive everyone was when I told everyone and then being surprised that i was surprised cuz i was like these are my friends yeah. <laughs> like why wouldn't they be i was just so in my head about um i was so in my head about being closeted and just being ashamed of it that uh i i i don't know how i thought people would react but i guess that that would have been the surprise
3: was there uh, any negativity from anyone or was it universally supportive and positive
1: no, uh i mean
2: You don't have to name
1: names, but not even like... Yeah, no, all my friends were great about it. Uh, And
3: yeah, nobody, nobody Even the guys from the Red Cord were cool with it?
1: (laughs) One of them, uh, Gunface wrote a very positive tweet uh, last week about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he tagged uh, the live guest in it. Um, How long was the departure from metal injection brewing? Was it a spontaneous step down or over a long period of time? Uh, it, it was a long period of time. Uh, I was—I mean, it wasn't like I woke up one day and I was like, "That's it, I'm done, and I quit." <laughs> it was like I'm ready. I think I'm about ready to move on, and I, I was ready to move on for a while. But I, you know, was kind of waiting for the right opportunity to. do So, and now is it? Um, besides uh, the podcast. Do you intend, uh, oh, besides the podcast you intend to continue doing, what are any ideas you'd like to explore for your new journey? I have no idea. I've been, that's, that's, that's what the sweat of, Lodge was for. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about now. Um, how do you feel if Frank scores the dot com instead of the dot oh, oh,
3: my God.
1: I, I would, I would, that would be a bummer that, it, that all these years later, if, if Frank takes over and he gets the dot com. Uh, with your reveal last week, would you consider with both of your charismatic personalities revolving the uh, reviving the cock destroyer duo with Rebecca Moore? It would be an honor to collaborate. Well, what with would that be
3: now. exactly? Would I would, be I would be the,
1: yeah, we would or just would redo that a bit, you know, it'd be the one hey. and, and do porn <laughs> scenes
3: yeah sure i mean he's looking for i I'll, 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 yeah i'll fluff the that. guys
1: that she's uh oh, I don't
3: know. you would will, will you do any post fluffing like once they finished with her do you want that that portion of it or only when they're clean
1: i don't understand like when <laughs> what when portion? they
3: have her ass juice all over their dicks uh-huh you will you fluff that or is that oh. unsanitary
1: we need the paper towel guy. Yeah, I need to. I need to get like a, a Kleenex wipe or, or like a wet wipe to wipe down there. <laughs> a dude wipe to wipe down, <laughs> down there. <laughs> My penis. The <laughs> of the ass juices. <laughs> uh, Niazzi says he's back in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we well, glad we'll to have, have you as a
1: listener, Niazzi. Yeah. All these years, longtime listener. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, So I guess that's all the questions from the email. Uh, And again, I got a lot of really, really, really nice personal messages. I don't really want to share too many of them. Is there anyone
0: you're
3: disappointed you didn't get a personal message from?
1: No, I I had no expectations on, on getting messages. So everything was above my expectations. Uh, and so, yeah, I guess we're winding down the show. So let's talk about the playlist. I know one person Uh,
2: though, who, who didn't write to you. That was, it was very disappointing for me anyway. I don't know how you felt about it.
3: S H L O M O C H O I N E. He is back in the discord sometimes, but I don't think he mentioned anything about last week's episode.
1: He's
2: very progressive though. He probably supports your coming out.
1: (laughs) Um yeah so every week uh, on the on our RIP livecast music break we each pick a song and uh and we add it to the playlist the playlist is called the RIP livecast music break you can search for it on Spotify and get access to all the songs we pick it's a really really fun playlist and just gets more fun by the day uh this week i picked Uh, a track from The Weeknd called Sacrifice. I believe it's one of the singles. I think so. Uh, uh, Dawn FM is the new album from The Weeknd. It came out in January and I've been listening to it so much. It's so great. I'm so impressed with The Weeknd. He's able to blend uh, R&B and rock guitar and, and pop music in a way that I feel pop stars haven't really been doing for a really long time. And I feel it's music that some a fan of any genre could really get into like i i guess if you only listen to brutal death metal i can see how the weekend isn't for you but if you like synth wave and dark wave and stuff like that there's really really great synth wave production on this album and like i said i can't stop listening to it and sacrifice is one of my favorite songs it's hard to pick just one but it's definitely one of them and best friends is really good too Uh, But yeah, that's my song. Uh, Darren, what did you pick?
2: Well, um, I picked uh, Weird Al Yankovic my second time in in the last month or so. Uh, The song is called Truck Driving Song because of that truck. Oh, no. It's in the news. And it's like a style parody, not a specific song, but just in the style of those outlaw country songs like Waylon Jennings, C.W. McCall, songs about driving trucks and running away from the from the cops, but it's about a trucker who, uh, wears like Angora sweaters and uh, lipstick and high heels, like just like Ed Wood. Uh, it's very cool, very cool song. And yeah, that's it. It's wonderful. You should listen to it. He sings it in a very rich baritone.
1: Oh. So what did you
0: pick?
3: Uh, well, a couple weeks ago I picked a Jawbox box song because I bought tickets to see them in concert coming up, and I also bought tickets to see Jawbreaker in concert a couple months after. Oh, wow. So today I picked a – Yeah, they're doing – Both of them are doing shows where they play albums in their entirety. So Jawbreaker is doing the the entire Dear You album, which is my favorite one of theirs. And so I picked a song off of that called Accident Prone, one of the darker tracks. All right.
1: And uh, okay, so that's our, that's our music picks. I guess all that's left is to talk about our Patreon. Uh, if you love the show, if you want to support us, if you want to get a little more content, two bonus episodes a month on our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIPLivecast. Five bucks a month gets you the two bonus episodes, SITS column, and some other fun extras every once in a while. Uh, at the top of the month, we posted an amazing episode. We watched uh, Judge Steve Harvey. <sighs> We watched five cases, barely made it through the five cases, but we did it, and uh, it was really fun. It was a very fun experience, and and we think you would enjoy it greatly, and I believe before the next show, on the 15th, we have another Patreon going up. I just don't remember. What, what did we do? I
3: what believe it? it's, uh, the what is that, Money Plane? What's the name of that movie? Yes. Okay. The edge. You.
1: Oh, my God. Money <laughs> yeah. Plane. Ugh. this movie you know i have to say i really love when we uh do watch-alongs of bad movies because there's so much to make fun of and this is mm-hmm. the perfect movie to do a watch-along of so it's edge kelsey Grammer, joey lawrence <laughs> Denise and the entire
3: lawrence family yeah.
1: eight lawrence brothers are in yeah. this and uh what's his name thomas jane as well <laughs> like lots oh, of that's people. right
2: Thomas Jane is the only person in this movie who gives a shit that he's in this movie, and he tries yeah. really hard. Well,
1: I, I think Edge tries. He's just not necessarily the best actor. Yeah, and, I, and I'm saying this as an Edge fan, as an Edge head, so to speak. Uh, edge Lord. So yeah, lots of lots of fun stuff. Patreon.com/slash RIP uh, Alivecast. That's the five dollars here. If you want to throw us a few extra bones, ten dollars. A month Uh, you get to be a top live cast fan of the week and what that means is we give you a shout out at the end of the show which is right now how should we do it
3: folks you should do it as a shaman
1: no I'm not I will not disrespect the shop people
3: you should do it (laughs) as a Kurt Russell man
1: I don't have a voice there I'm sorry
3: you should do it as that lady that was filming the sweat lodge you should do it as if you had a mouthful of shrimp. You should do it. I, I could keep going. Do you want me to just... Keep why don't you next just do it in that days? voice? Sid, why don't you do the shout outs in that no. voice? In what voice? It's just my voice, motherfucker. How dare you? Oh, exactly.
1: <laughs> Eight hours <All> right. later. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to
3: Eric. There you go. You should do it as Edge.
0: T-
2: Edge <laughs> in Money
1: plane. Uh, okay,
2: Oh, and
3: R2 okay. stands for Rob ingested Peyote. <laughs>
1: I want to give a shout out to Benjamin L. Oh, Tutorino Dan R. Sam I Am Mindy Mayers Kippa Jander Roba Ganush, aka Justin Shashur, Sachusetts Cattle Decaf. Rob of Empire, Empire, Empire. Hugo likes tacos. Lando Danks, LaCroix, the great Corey and the great Scotty H. Doug Pigman, Irish Rob gave me a <laughs> hickey. Douglas, how are you? Levison. And finally, hey guys, it's Josh. Thank you all.
0: We love you. We kiss you. And we'll see you next week.